I'm Julie. I'm Kalea. And you're listening to the latest episode of Girls With Fun. Thanks for joining us. Every week we get together and chat about something on our mind about BTS. Sometimes we're silly and sometimes we're serious, but we're always creating a podcast by ARMY for ARMY. If you haven't yet, be sure to follow our social media accounts on Instagram and Twitter at Girls With Fun Pod and on Facebook at Girls With Fun Podcast. If you like this episode, be sure to leave us a review on your favorite streaming service. And without further ado, let's get on with the episode. Welcome back to another episode of Girls With Fun. How are you doing today? Hello, hello. I'm good. Doing great. Um, You and I were just chatting about it, but was just in New York for a friend's wedding. All very socially distanced, but had a long drive back. So definitely going to want to keep it short today. How are you doing? (laughs) Yeah, I just also had a whirlwind of a weekend myself, so... Uh, I think we're going to keep it short and sweet today so that we can rest. (laughs) Yes, please. (laughs) All right, well, let's get right into it. I think the biggest and most important news is we finally have confirmation of a BTS comeback. This is where the bombs drop. Boom, boom, boom. This is where the alarm sounds. So, BTS is coming back with their new single, Butter. And it will be released on May 21st. Um, yeah, so I guess let's talk about Butter. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, my granted, I haven't been on Twitter for a few days because as I just mentioned, I was really busy with like real life things. Um, though it does also feel like Twitter is real life sometimes. And I'm like, I wonder what my Twitter friends are up to. Like I haven't <laughs> talked to anyone in a while. So, you know, the lines are increasingly blurred, I guess. But um, yeah, my Twitter timeline, when it was announced, I think it was like the day after we recorded our last episode. And I was like, oh, we're already out of date. Um, but I mean, that's life with the podcast, I guess. But, um, people were like going crazy. It was either like, this is going to be the cutest, sweetest, like most romantic thing or like ultra sexual. There's no in between. Um, but (laughs) I mean, yeah, I, I, I could definitely see that. Um, I won't be too thirsty on main, but I did see the official drop says that it will be their second track all in English and it will be dance pop so uh excited to hear what that means yeah well i guess we could start from the beginning so i wasn't even aware um (laughs) until i actually looked at my phone because i think you guys started like texting like i was like what's going on (laughs) um so yeah I saw that they were releasing a new single, but the precursor to that was a one hour <laughs> like pre-recording of just the stick of butter melting um, for one hour. And that uh, YouTube live got t- two million views, I think. So like two million people tuned in to watch <laughs> a stick of butter melt for an hour. <laughs> I think it is nuts, I swear. 
like I swear they're like testing the limits of how far they can go. <laughs> like, what can they do to get our attention? What can they uh, do yeah. to like, get views? And it works every single time. It doesn't matter. Like, we're going to watch a stick of buttermilk for an hour in anticipation for what it could mean. What could it mean? The stick of butter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I watched that, and, like, I had it running while, like, I was working, and I was like, I I just, is, is something supposed to be happening? Like, what are these sounds, you know? And it's not even, like, the animation didn't really change. We literally just sat there, you know? So, um, yeah, it's nuts. And speaking of pushing the limits, I know we don't really have time to, like, dive into this, but uh, another one of our friends was in the group chat, like sending us Weaver screenshots about how they're apparently like trying to just sell us plain t-shirts for $40 with the logo only on the inside. And I'm like, you need to be saved from yourself. Like <laughs> what is going on? Like insanity, absolute insanity. They're also selling pads, but I don't think they're like sanitary pads. I think they are um, like facial pads or something like that. Like, I guess something you'd pour like toner on or use to like remove makeup or something. <laughs> but <laughs> if they're menstrual pads, that's just like really next cool. level. That's yeah. really next level. I'm like, do I need a BTS logo on <laughs> menstrual pads? No. <laughs> Unnecessary. I'm thinking of like my biases as I'm like bloated and craving chocolate and like exactly. low key feeling ugly AF. Like, no thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, so. I did miss that countdown. I'm like, the one time that I would not have my phone near me, I missed this, but whatever. Like, I didn't really miss much, I guess. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, you you know the outcome, so that's what matters. Yeah, well, we are getting butter on the 21st. They also released a concept clip, or not a concept clip poster, but they released their teaser poster, I guess, um, their schedule. So we're getting teasers up until the actual release of Butter. We actually got a teaser poster over the weekend. And then today we got two concept clips. Did you see those? I didn't. I was driving home oh. from Long Island in the pouring rain. <laughs> well, that's fine. Um, they were you like- need to carry it today. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they were, well, first the teaser posters was giving... Um, very much Hua Young Hua. I say that wrong all the time. Hua Young Young Hua. I think that's how you say it. <laughs> I still um, get anxiety when you say it because <laughs> I have even less of an idea. <laughs> uh, what am I going to say? Yeah. So it was giving very much like run vibes. Um, and of course, like the timeline, like it doesn't matter what comeback it is. We're automatically going to associate it with that era anyway. Um, they weren't helping in that situation like I was waiting to see like the little blue trains I'm surprised I haven't seen them yet (laughs) but yeah everyone started like comparing it to like run or to like the blood sweat and tears Japanese version so everyone was making those comparisons so we were like hmm what are we getting this time around with BTS that this looks very different from the last two comebacks that we've had so you can't really say much just looking at this clip but then they released the concept clips today and there was one for rm and there was one for jk and they were like really short i don't know if they were like even 15 seconds long but there's just like this this beat 
um, like just this one like singular. <laughs> I'm assuming it's um one part of the actual song. They just like took one of the probably like mini tracks they have in there that makes up the actual song in there. So I'm interested to see what it's actually going to sound like because the beat sounded kind of cool. Um, and then they just kind of had like RMJK just like I don't, I don't really know how, I don't know how to explain what they were doing. <laughs> it was just like different clips of them like kind of moving around like I don't know pointing like tapping their feet. I don't know if they were partying. I can't really tell what they were doing, but I mean they looked good. So <laughs> like that's pretty much the gist of it. The partying AU like writes itself. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't really know what was going on, but I really don't know what's going on with most BTS comebacks, so <laughs> um, I'm confused up until they actually release it, um, and I'm surprised every time. So it'll be interesting to see what they will release tomorrow and in the following days. I was kind of, um, I guess I was shocked to see RM and JK. I think I was thinking it would be like in sequential order like rm and then jen or something but it wasn't i don't know how they i can't recall every single <laughs> comeback teaser they've done in the past and what order they would do it in so i was like wondering did, does this pairing mean anything like having rm and jk together on the same day yeah did they like produce it together or something yeah i don't know i don't know what it means i don't know as far as the beat in the con in the um, concept clip, I feel like I've never been able to determine what the song will sound like by the teaser clips. Like I always have one idea in my head, like "Oh, this is the vibe," and that ends up sounding completely different when the song comes out because they just like strip it down somehow or like play a loop of just one track or yeah. what have you. So yeah. I'm a little skeptical of like knowing how it sounds from one clip, but I'm happy yeah. that the beat sounds cool. Yeah, you don't know what you're going to get. Sometimes they'll they'll give you, like, the actual song. <laughs> and you're like, oh, that's not what this is going to sound like. And then it is. Or sometimes they change it up, like, all together. Um, and it sounds completely different. And, and then it's an entirely different song that comes out. So I don't know if that little beat's actually going to be what the song is going to sound like. It's actually going to be in the song. We'll see. Um, yeah, you can pre-order Butter. I think it was the link that they were using for Dynamite. They've, like, changed the URL or something, and now yeah. you can, um, go ahead and pre-save it. I also put it in our links in our bio. I made a little graphic for it, so if you can't find it, go check out the link in our bio. <laughs> nice. nice. So you Good promo. Yeah, I guess something else we could promo or talk about really quickly is RM's collab with Eon or mm -hmm. Aeon um, for the song Don't. It came out April 30th, which I believe was Friday. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I have to say, like, I, I haven't really sat with the song and listened to it repeatedly, so I'll just caveat my thoughts with that. Um, I did listen to it a couple of times, like once or twice. But given my travel schedule and other social obligations, I didn't listen to it a ton of times. Um, that said, I feel like RM's voice gets deeper every <laughs> single track. 
And I remember him saying how, like, he has to, like, raise the pitch of his voice to, like, be heard sometimes. And I'm like, (sighs) (laughs) big sigh. I'm not ready. I can't deal with it. Should be illegal. Like, the suffering of ARMY and specifically (laughs) RM biased ARMY. Our suffering is long. Um, But, yeah. um, The song is really sad. I did read through a translation of the lyrics and it's kind of like that vibe when, you know, a relationship is coming to an end. Um, You know that it's, like, over, but you don't want it to be over yet. So you're saying, like, please don't go. Please, like, let's not have this fight. Let's not do this. Blah, blah, blah. I just want to know, like, who hurt them? Like, who has hurt you? Like, the song is, like, so nostalgic and sad at the same time. Yeah, the lyrics are, like, really deep. It was making me think, like, okay, has he... Has he experienced this or is he just like creative enough that he can kind of like, I don't know, create this concept of like pain or something? I don't know. I I wouldn't put it past him if he could, right? But also at the same time, sure, he's been through heartache. I'm like, has someone like hurt him recently? Because I'm like, (laughs) dang, like, (laughs) this is rough. Yeah. Yeah, I thought about that. I I did. Um, If he hasn't been through it, uh, he's super empathetic um, because the lyrics definitely seem like both of them have been going through it. So, yeah, it was a sad and kind of touching video. Um, Yeah, I don't have much else to say on it. Just Aram has a deep voice and it's also super depressing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was thinking on my long drive that I had this weekend thinking about um that like period where Namjoon was like on everyone's track I think that was like 2015 Mm. just had like so many collabs like are we entering this era again because I'm living (laughs) like I'm here for it maybe because you had flagged a couple of other collabs that I hadn't even heard of because I had been away from Twitter for more than 20 seconds so (laughs) Yeah, honestly, I can't wait for us to do our, like, I don't know if we're going to do, like, era by era or, like, member by member, like, breakdown, but whenever we, like, get to his, it's going to be great, so. We actually need to, like, start doing those soon and not just, like, talk about doing those, but it feels like we never get a second to breathe. There's, like, so much going on that it's always, like, oh, we'll just keep pushing this back, but at some point, we got to do it. And then next month, it's also insane, (laughs) Yeah, we'll see. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, can't wait to hear Butter. Definitely go download and stream Don't. Next topic we have on the list. Um, I feel like this is relatively breaking news. I don't know. I think this news came out on Friday, so it's still pretty fresh. And I think it relates to BTS in some way, so I thought that we should cover it. So the Grammys has announced that they will be making changes into how they conduct the award ceremony. One major change is they're going to be changing the voting process. They will be eliminating nominations, review committees, in general, and genre fields. Um, So now... 
these fields will be determined by a majority peer-to-peer -peer vote of voting members of the recording academy. Previously, many of the categories within these fields utilized 15 to 30 highly skilled music peers who represented and voted within their genre communities for the final selections of the nominees. Um, I'm reading this from Variety um, Magazine, if you want to go and read along yourself. But anyway, so now they're going to have their peer-to-peer -peer vote instead of having these anonymous, highly skilled music peers <laughs> who will be deciding everything, which was only like 15 to 30 people, but now they're going to have their entire body vote, which I think is like 12,000 like eligible voters can actually vote. Um, and they're going to go through like some vetting process, I think. Um, to make sure that these people are actually qualified um, to vote, that they've been making, like, recent contributions to music. <laughs> so it should be, in theory, more relevant than what we were getting before. It's funny that, like, this is so radical, <laughs> let's say. What a concept. Um... Yeah, no, it's interesting. I was reading through that article and it was so funny. I mean, the one you sent because the interviewer is like, so is this in response to the weekend? And he's like, no, no, this has been in the works for like a long time. We were thinking about it. This was one of my earliest initiatives, blah, blah, blah. And he's, and then the interviewer is like, so influenced by the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, hello, what about BTS? But like, it's just funny that like, they kept hammering home this point about like is it this and they're like no no this has been in the works but then there was also this line where i think he was like but obviously we're highly impacted by it blah 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 <laughs> yeah exactly and then the weekend was like um yeah i'm not gonna cheer for this just yet calm down uh i also i'm still not gonna submit <laughs> next year yeah. for the Grammys. like we have to see how this actually works out and benefits the industry. Like, it's too soon to try and cheer them on right now. Right. You know? Well, and that was just it. I mean, they're like, we were obviously influenced by, like, you know, uh, something like that. An artist commentary is taken into consideration. And I'm like, bro, you're <laughs> so scared of losing your relevance. Like, <laughs> you can just say it. It's okay. There's, like, maybe, there's, like, two other changes here, but I think the other most important uh, change is that they're adding two new categories, um, bringing the total number of Grammy Award categories to 86, and they're adding a Best Global Music Performance Award mm. in the global music field, as well as Best Musica Urbana Album Latin Music Field. So... Here we have the Grammys adding a Global Music Performance Award. To me, that reads... <laughs> to me, that reads... Um, I just find it interesting that they're adding this now after all the backlash I'm sure they saw with BTS being... Okay, some people might not say snub, whatever, however you feel about it, but them not receiving um, the award for Dynamite. So 
So now they're adding a best global music performance. And it just sounds like exactly what was that VH1 or was that the MTV Awards, whatever that was that they added like a K-pop category or whatever. Like it's just giving me that. So I'm kind of like, what are you doing here? Are you doing this so that BTS could submit for this? And then you'll be like, oh, you can win the best global music performance award, but you can't win best pop. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I specifically went on the record on our Grammy episode saying how, like, I didn't want this. Like, I mean, it's not inclusion if you're limiting people to certain categories that are not the main categories, let's say. Right. I just want them to know how shady is going to come off if BTS once again submits for everything else plus this award and they only award them for this one like you can't claim to be the global um award show like you claim that you are right you try to like get us in on this inclusivity and all this other stuff it's not inclusive if you're creating categories to try and like satisfy who try to satisfy bts try to satisfy the the fan base if if another artist from another country is coming in and dominating the U.S. market, I think you should award them for it. Whether they are singing in English, whether they are singing in Korean, they are topping the charts. Yes, this award would be applicable to them because they do have a great global music performances, I guess. I sh- they have great global music performances. They are global artists. But they also are huge pop stars in the U.S. market. So I feel like they should be awarded in kind. Like, they are completely dominating the charts. They are outselling (laughs) U.S. artists. You creating a separate category so, like, they can win. So you can have, like, a U.S. or Canada or U.K.-based artist win, like, a main award. (laughs) Right. Because they couldn't win without it is, like... mm really suspicious it's just really weird it's just really weird yeah yeah i think yeah i'm i'm just trying to think about how much i want to go into this and (laughs) there's always going to be people that will like disagree with me and that that's fine right um i'm not gonna lie I'll, i'll be super honest here when i saw that butter was the second single in English. I I felt weird about it. And like Dynamite Slaps, and I'm sure Butter will be great too. Um, They have sang in English plenty of times before, even if it was featured tracks or, or like lines in English in their like primarily Korean or Japanese songs, right? Um... And they've had, like, Western influences in their music, as we've talked about any number of ways for, like, a really long time. So, for me, it's it's not, it's not like they're moving away from, like, what they were. And, like, growth is a process, and BTS can do what they want. And I'm not trying to have some kind of edgy hot take, but, like... 
it it kind of makes me sad to see them like having to play this game if that makes sense yeah yeah i get it it's like i don't i don't mind them singing in english like whatever like the 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 language really isn't that important to me what's upsetting to me is that i feel like they won't get recognition for their work if it's not in english right like they had prior songs in korean that just didn't get the same kind of attention that dynamite got simply because they were in korean so i just want i want their work to be recognized equally exactly yeah you said it so well and the casual xenophobia or like english language bias is still so strong like I've had, like, well-meaning people say to my face, like, oh, they should sing more songs in English to get more popular. Like, it's just a given. And so, it just makes me sad in a way. And my experience is primarily with other Americans because, like, let's be real, that's the majority of who I know, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, so I guess maybe my my sadness is more at, like, the system that values their English language music more. And obviously, like, BTS is aware of that. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the part that makes me super kind of sad and upset and, like, generally disappointed. Because it's not the English itself. Heck, like, I'm a native English speaker. <laughs> like, it's great, you yeah. know? Like, it's fine. But I, I like, like a ton of their Japanese songs. Like you pointed out in a different episode, it's like whatever language I hear the song in first is like how my brain saves it, right? Mm -hmm. But it's more just like this feeling of like this being what it takes. Like we're going to go through the whole dynamite like hype machine again or stronger, right? Um, We know how hard ARMY have worked for radio play in the past and it's been fighting like tooth and nail. Maybe this deal with Ithaca Holdings will help. Um, But I'm just like, it kind of makes me bitter. I'm not going to lie. It makes me a little bit bitter that like this is what they have to do. Um, And I don't judge them more or less for like making decisions they want for their own career. But it does make me just like big sigh at the u.s music industry i guess is where i'm at with it i said it to you offline and i'll say it here i'll say it here i feel like they are aware that if they have or if they have the desire to receive a grammy that clearly the grammys are not going to recognize them for any song that's not in english right in order for them to achieve a Grammy or at least another nomination, they're going to have to release more songs in English. Yeah, Yeah. you're so right. And it's nuts, too, because I feel like, and we can definitely cut this if you you want to, um, but I feel like ARMY are so tired of this debate in one way or another. I've seen, like, so much defensiveness on the timeline about even talking about how we feel about this like upcoming release and like of course like I'll support them no matter what but like I think it's okay to acknowledge like if you're super for it or super against it like uh, it's just like 
I feel like the timeline's been, like, a little bit weird. It's so messy. Like, I've been off Twitter, and I feel like I've been just happier not being on there as much as I have been yeah. um, with the, within the past few weeks because there's just so much going on and it's hard to process it's like it's getting to a point where it's just so much negativity I'm like where's the positivity in this like there's a comeback coming and we're having so many issues like every day I, I can't yeah. even, like talk about some of the things I've seen automatically I'm just like logging off because it's just so bad like collectively, I don't want to say collectively, but there were mad army who only a few years ago <laughs> were like big enough how oh BTS um doesn't have to write songs in English like they don't have to play into your like Western media play <laughs> like this was like <laughs> a collective fandom thing everyone was saying right like. Nam June said we're never gonna like have songs in English like haha look at his face when he's talking to the interviewers like he's looking at you like you're crazy like they're never gonna release songs in English okay BTS changed their mind now everyone's like is like singing a whole new tune (laughs) just like (laughs) sometimes it's just better to not say anything um like I just feel like sometimes we're just so like loud and proud about stuff that when you know, BTS changes their mind because they're fully allowed to do that. Like, right. sure we had this conversation when Dynamite came out. Like, they are allowed to change their mind. Yes, at one point, Namjoon said that they were not going to release a full English album. Um, But even he acknowledged that, like, hey, people change. Like, we're living in a completely different climate than what we were a few years ago when they had that thought. Now they're doing English stuff. Like, what are you going to do? <laughs> like, you either just go with it or you bow out. I don't know. Like, there's there's not really yeah. any other options. I think we're, like, so used to being criticized. I mean, I, I can't really speak for all Army. No one can. But, like, if I was to generalize, which I'm going to do right now, like, I feel like we're so used to being called out or so used to, like, having bts get called out for something that we're like so hyper defensive about everything and that stems from like i guess loving them so much that you i mean that's part of where the motivation for this podcast came from right we're like so freaking tired of the slander that we're like no more right um but Like, honestly, some of the more, like, productive conversations that I've had about this track have actually been with my non-ARMY friends who, like, God bless their heart for, like, putting up with me as I, like, talk through, like, what I'm thinking and feeling, right? Um, But it's just... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's, like, social media fatigue maybe it's just me maybe I have like less energy for drama maybe the timeline's getting more dramatic but yeah I feel you and haven't been on Twitter as much yeah I don't think it's just you I I just feel like the dynamics have just completely shifted over the years I like when did it get this stressful I I don't know it used to just be me looking at pics of Namjoon I don't know I was having a great time 
I mean, I didn't join Army Stand to it until 2018, right? So that's like a long period. From like 2014 to 2018, I was just checking out BTS on my personal account. I wasn't looking at what anything that the fans had to say. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I'd stuck to that because <laughs> it would just be like... <laughs> I I love our fandom. Like, you know, there's been great times but there has also been horrible times okay and and i'm just sick of going online and seeing mutuals get like completely battered for like having an opinion about something or you know doing something wrong like there's no there's no opportunity for growth online there's no no opportunity to say i'm sorry i said or did the wrong thing um, thank you for like correcting me. I'll change in the future. No, it's like automatic death threats. I'm doxing you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is. I really don't. Luckily, I feel like I have some pretty good mutuals and I try to like keep it low key, but it's also getting to the point where like if I log in, I want to look at pictures of the members or like I want to see like what's new or like what's up with my mutual friends and like but sometimes it's like you it's like that gift that everyone was sharing of like childish gambino in community just like walking into the room that's on fire like if you're not prepared for it um like sometimes i'm not ready to engage usually i'm not ready to engage with whatever's going on you know yeah and i'm not saying my timeline has to be like completely like, you know, lilies and roses or whatever. Like, I know it's not going to be like that, but it's just the behavior that I see is just really sickening. And it's crazy because, like, when I've met ARMY in real life, like, I would say 98% of ARMY that I've met in real life have been, like, really sweet, intelligent, caring, kind people, right? So what is it about Twitter that just brings out, like, the absolute worst in the fandom? Yeah, I don't know what it is. Because we've had some about this in real life. Like, this stuff does not exist, right? And even, like, okay, I remember we were in a private, like, we were in one of our chats. And, like, um, like we were sharing TikToks with each other that we were, like, laughing at. And we were, someone in our chat kind of made the comment, like, how come you can get away with so much like crazy stuff on TikTok? You know what I mean? Like this person would never say this on Twitter. Like, and it was mostly just like funny jokes that were probably like PG-13, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like it, it was just like I do think that it's specifically Twitter. I mean, there's some aspect of it across social media. Like, you could be bullied on any social media site that's not, like, specific to Twitter. But what is it about Twitter that just, like, takes the crazy and, like, amplifies it? Yeah, I don't know. Is there, like... Yeah, I don't know, because I've seen, like, thousands of, you know, comments underneath a TikTok video. But that doesn't stop the people from, like, continuing to post the videos. (laughs) Keep going. So I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, tangent. We this wasn't a sh- on Twitter. 
uh, podcast episode, but here we are somehow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm. I am. I am hoping for better days. Um, in this fam, it's been weird. It's just been mad weird. There's things that like we don't even have time to touch on, like the whole Jimin homebook situation with like the auction that got canceled. Messy. Like, it's just, there's just so much. I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm tired of, like, logging online and seeing this. Like, I want to see BTS content. But, I, like, I don't know how to do that, but still have this podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I don't know. We need to figure it out. Because it's just, it's draining. It really is. Yeah, how do we get information without? <laughs> but I have had, like, many positive experiences, so I don't think I'd ever fully leave, but it's definitely good to, like, periodically step back. Yeah. I'm, like, at a point where I don't have to get on every day for, like, hours or whatever. I'll just log on maybe for, like, five minutes, <laughs> see what I need to see and go. <laughs> well there's much more we could touch on but we're gonna try and keep it short this episode so we will see you next week i'm excited i don't know what butter is gonna sound like but i am excited for whatever it is they're gonna release you know i'm hoping for like Honestly, I'm not going to lie. I'll come out and say it. This will be my first PG-13. Well, okay, we've been PG-13 from the beginning based on the amount of edits we have to make to our cursing. But I hope it's like a really sexy, mature sound. I want to put this to rest where people are saying like, they look so young, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm ready for them to like make the haters jaw drops, right? Like, yeah, make them see what we've all seen from j1 i'm just hoping we get like like dance pop i'm thinking is it gonna sound kind of like dna or something like that i don't know uh idol i don't know it'll be interesting it'll be interesting to hear yeah i'm trying i want to know what butter actually means i've seen some people like theorize what it means or say that it means like this slang or whatever but i'm looking forward to hearing what it actually means oh yes i did see an unverified tweet check it out for yourself and fact check me but that butter can be like slang for something becoming too westernized which if they did a song in english like shouting out their roots or like how people think they're becoming too westernized like that would be the most meta of like clapbacks i've ever heard in my entire life like i would lose my mind well, that's what I'm wondering, too. Like, is this something that they're writing? Or is it going to be, like, a dynamite situation where it was just kind of like a demo and they just took it as is and recorded it? Or is or are they actually involved in, like, the writing process this time? Yeah. I, I don't know yet. We don't know. I guess we'll find out. Yeah. If they do a diss track in English or, like, a call-out track in English... <laughs> I would ascend, like... <laughs> Brace yourself, world. Oh, that would be nuts. Can we get that on radio of them, like... See, can we get Messy Bones back? 
in English this time. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, that would be like. I'm trying to just envision the DJs like up next from like Sunny Boy Band BTS Butter, and then they're just like calling yeah. out the radio DJs, and they just have to sit there and take it because it's like the top stream. Anyway, I'm laughing about a track that hasn't even come out yet, but this, like, little revenge uh, fantasy is pretty great. Let's wrap it up here. That will do it for another episode of Girls Is Fun, and we will see you next week. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of Girls With Fun. We're so grateful that you chose to hang out with us. Once again, be sure to follow our social media accounts on Instagram and Twitter at Girls With Fun Pod and on Facebook at Girls With Fun Podcast. If you like this episode, be sure to leave us a review on your favorite streaming service. If you have an idea for an episode or you want to share your thoughts on any of the topics we've discussed, slide into our DMs or email us at girlswithfunpod at gmail.com. Thanks again for joining us and see you next time.